From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest with you, Tanya, and is Patty out today? She I is. She's out sick. She is now out sick. We think she might have it again. Again? Wow. Oh, poor thing. I mean, the the roulette on this. And again, I, I what, what what is the thinking on getting it again? That's crazy. I don't. I need to do some research on how soon you can get it again. Yeah, because she just had it like two weeks ago. Oh, she did have it two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I thought well, she was came back. Sick. Mark, what do you know? She did have it two weeks ago. The family, some of the family got it too, and then she thinks she got it again, but we don't have the test results. We yet. don't know for sure. She had it over Christmas for sure, but she's having really bad headaches right now, which I know is an Omicron symptom. My wife went through that as well, so that's where she's out with today is the headaches. Oh. Well, I, I mean, you should, if you're listening, you should know we're all on a different microphone in a different room in a different location, so uh, no one would have been exposed, but she's having a rough run. She had the original version of COVID-19, mm-hmm. yeah. then Omicron, and perhaps it again. So, well, wish her well. Um, check in with her later. And sis, I'll get to you yeah. also later this morning, but you're back and you're feeling better. I'm feeling a lot better. Oh my goodness. Wow. That thing took me down. Now, then you have other people that get it and they say they didn't even know they had it and then they tested positive and no symptoms. And that's the issue with this variant is there's a lot of asymptomatic people and so they don't test, they don't know they have it and they're just spreading it. Right, they're mm. just going around town. Yeah, so that's the issue. And we need to be wearing N95 masks. Like the cloth masks do not work. I, you know, I never, I was going to use a cloth mask the other day and I can't, it suffocates me. Yeah. Anyway, like that, I was so used to the light paper or the whatever. The, the one I, I have the surgical one. That's the, the one. The surgical I, one. So that's the next step up. But now they're saying to use the N95. Like if you get oh. an N95 and now those are all back ordered on Amazon. Like, Well, I don't have it. I don't have that. I have the, yeah. I got the black surgical one. That's good enough. Right? <laughs> that literally in every pair of pants I have, when I put my hand in my pocket of any sweatshirt or pair of pants, <laughs> there's, there's a balled there. up old mask. I know. They're everywhere. The all over there, the house. You always have one, but I don't know how old some of these are. Could cause a lot of issues on the chin. <laughs> well, we're happy that you're okay, that you're back. And still now, the, no one in the family got after you had it. Nope. Tested multiple times. Negative. It is so wild to me. Yeah. It's insane. I, I don't understand it. I mean, I'm grateful. I'm really grateful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It would have been terrible if we all had it. Mm, but, yeah, and, and, you're, and you're feeling better. Well, I'm obsessed with asking you what you did because I know that – I mean, I can't – I can't even – I cannot do anything for long at all. The, oh, the isolation. I mean, it felt like a, a very, very luxurious prison, but I was on – I was locked up. Like I couldn't, I did not but leave so my many room. many people around the country, around the world are doing the same thing. Uh, so there are apps now that will help you find a good friend, a new friend. Tony, what's the one? BFF? BF Hinge? Uh, Bumble BFF. But I feel like if you need new friends, why don't you let, I can set you up on some friends. No, dates. I don't need new friends. I was reading something and curious to know what, I thought I was asking about Hinge. Did I ask you, does Hinge have a friend platform? No, That's you what said I asked. you asked me what is the app people can find friends on. Oh, well, someone was talking about it and it got me curious. I 
am not on that. I'm not opposed to it. I actually feel more comfortable looking for friends than <laughs> girlfriends, like a significant others on an app. Like friends is an it's like a le- lower risk. Yeah, I feel search. like you've been bringing up this like friend search, and so I just I wanted to offer my services. I do. What are your services you my, in this? I do think you and my boyfriend could be friends. Oh no, no, we had an immediate connection <laughs> yeah. when I saw him. Except you pulled it was backstage at Jingle Ball, and as I was just you know, I was trying to get to know the guy, you know, Tanya wanted to capture the moment and ran us into the Entertainment Tonight set, and I thought, well, this is not what's supposed to happen. <laughs> That's not how it's supposed to be. Uh, Good lighting. So here are the top three. Aletto. Do you know Aletto? Like Jared Aletto? No, I don't know what it stands for. But it's if you want someone to work out with. These are workout buddies. Aletto. Friends. Oh, cute. That's nice. Amika. If you're traveling solo, you can meet people wherever you go out in in the world. That seems risky. Okay. Me too. But it happens. And, like when I was younger and I backpacked through Europe, I oh met so many gosh. people by staying in hostels. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? You backpacked through Europe? For it's, a month. Yes. That's like a dream when you're a kid. Well, I was like 22. Fine. Still a dream. Yeah. You're out on your own. You're in Europe. You have nothing to do and you don't know where you're going to go. Is what I'm saying. You're in you hostels you... and backpacks and it's a, it lose a fantasy of mine. And all you do is meet people like it's a, you had to right to like be friends in like the hostels and then you they tell you where to go see and like it's just like, you know, piggybacks and off were, each other. Were, were, did you ever think your life was in danger? Um, Funny you say that. Looking back now, yes, many times I got into random cars with people like who you know what I mean? Like I would never do that now. It just no, goes no, it's to not show. Funny, like, I say that it's the greatest hazard ever of backpacking by yourself <laughs> through another continent. Well, I was is with a friend. Get killed. Yeah, well, it was with it was me and a girlfriend. But yeah, two twenty-something-year-olds from America. Hi. Well, then use Amika cautiously. Be sure, make yeah. sure you know what you what you yeah. want. And then there's another one called Meet My Dog, Tanya. Meet other dog lovers who are down for <laughs> play dates and walks together. I think you should oh, be on God. it and report. Wait, uh, so that's like my new thing. I'm trying to find puppy play dates for Sunny because I really well, want to socialize her. <gasps> you're welcome. My brother-in-law just got a puppy. They should meet. He got a they French sh- bulldog though, so I don't know. It might be too aggressive for Sunny, but we no, no, speak. no. Sunny, she's such an independent woman. She will. She plays with the the biggest of them. All right, let's set it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's quote: As the sun comes up in Southern California, opportunities are like sunrise. Wait too long, you miss them. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, Seacrest with you. Sissini is back with us, feeling much better. Mostly sunny highs in the upper 60s. We'll get to more of that in a second. Uh, Sunshine this weekend and warm weather, which looks good. What's happening on this Tuesday, Sissini? Well, big shout out to the Los Angeles Rams. They breezed through the Arizona Cardinals in the NFC Wild Card card playoffs last night. 34 to 11 to move on to the divisional round next week. Los Angeles clinching a spot this season was their fourth playoff appearance in the last five seasons and the first playoff game at SoFi Stadium. The Rams made it as far as the Super Bowl back in 2018, if you remember. 
only to lose to Tom Brady let, uh, leading the New England Patriots. Now, next week, the Rams will hit the road and run into Brady once again. This time, it's the Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Los Angeles beat Tampa Bay, though, at home in week three of the season, so we shall see. And the CDC continues to update its COVID-19 guidance for K-12 schools, including how to safely have extracurricular activities. The health agency said schools should consider testing for sports like choir, band, and cheer, and other activities that involve shouting or vigorous exercise, especially 24 hours before a competition or event. And an asteroid classified by NASA as a near-Earth object will make its closest approach to our planet for the next 200 years today. The asteroid, known as 7482, is set to fly by Earth at 1.51 p.m. Pacific time today, traveling at a speed of almost 43 754 miles per hour, according to NASA. Now, the diameter is approximately 3,451 feet. The asteroid is more than twice the size of the Empire State Building. And while there's no threat that the asteroid will hit our planet, NASA still considers it a potentially hazard object due to the combination of size and distance from Earth. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, I, you know, we were talking earlier about the shows you were binging. Have you watched Yellowstone, Sissini? That I honestly thought about starting because I hear so many great things about it. But isn't there like four seasons? Yeah. At this, yeah. So, I mean, it's a commitment. Well, you'd be yeah. proud of me. I'm into season two. I stuck with it. No. Wow. I'm shocked that you've gotten to a season two of anything. I'm actually very proud of myself. I'm kind I of walking around my chest out. Good job. Good for you. It's- How do you like it? It's well, obviously good. like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. But you know, on a like a if I were to see a still shot campaign for it, I would not right. necessarily think it's up my alley or totally. ranchers. Same. I'm not into like like cowboy stuff. But it's not. It's succession uh, in Montana. <sighs> Even and succession Hil- was a tough one for me to get Hillary into. Duff, Hillary Duff likes it, so it's gotta be good. Yeah. A lot of people that I know like it, so might give it a try. I I would try. I mean, you watch all those other things, which are. <laughs> I watch all the other trash. I know. Yeah, that stuff. He's all that. <laughs> I, I'm not saying anything specific, but that list didn't have like blockbusters on it. <laughs> Hi, Sierra in Toronto. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, we're doing fine. So you're in high school, and you've got a teacher that's giving you a hard time. Mm, yeah. Tell me more. So, um, I am in grade nine in high school, and I am taking English. And uh, my English teacher is always hard on me, always picking on me, always saying that I need um, to help others more. And when it's for the others, and I um, ask for help, he's always like, no, um, you can figure out the answers to the questions on your own and I just don't know if I should bring it up why is he doing this to me and when I ask for help they don't um, allow the other kids to give me help or do have, I just have you talked to it? your parents about it yeah and my parents are like um, you can bring it up but then they're like don't bring it up because he's the teacher he's 
basically there to teach you, but it's always been bothering me. Yeah. And you really feel like you're getting different treatment than the other students? I think everybody should be treated fairly, not totally one more than others, yeah. one's less, you know? This is not, like, I mean, this, I know for fact, one of my math teachers graded me differently because they didn't like me speaking out. I spoke out a lot in school, and most of mm-hmm. the teachers let me get away with it. This teacher wasn't having it and graded me differently because of it, and I knew it. And so what I did, Sierra, now maybe mm. you do this. What I did was I, you know, I didn't over-dramatize, but I kept telling my parents that, you know, I was just having some fun class trying to entertain everybody. And I think this teacher doesn't like it so much. And instead of really saying anything to me, this teacher just grades me harshly. Uh-huh. And yeah. I would, I kept telling them that, telling them that. So when I got a not so good grade from that teacher, they let it slide. So what could you do that? <laughs> I mean, I could try it. Yeah. I mean, it's one way, one one path. Or it's like you, you, you. There's only three paths in my mind. One, you let it be. Two, you set your parents up for it so you don't get in trouble. Or three, you kind of address it best way you can with the teacher. I think three. Okay, Sisney thinks three. You know what? I, I agree with that. You know, I have used express exactly what you told us, I feel is what you can tell your teacher. I just feel like everyone should be treated fairly and I feel like I'm not being treated fairly. Is there something I'm doing wrong? Like put it on them. Like, you know, like or, what CR, we are broadcasting uh, obviously in the U.S. and Canada, since you're calling from there, we <laughs> could just put the teacher's name out right now and oh, clear this up. Oh, we don't need to do no. that. Don't do that only because I would get in trouble for... That's yeah, what I'm saying. No. I, you're right. Yeah. Thank you for knocking sense into me. All right. Well, see, right, address it with your teacher in the most honest, genuine way, exactly like you did to us, and good luck, okay? Thank you. Susan, congrats on your three children, and Ryan, <laughs> you're doing amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. Doing Bye, amazing. Sierra. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the story of my life. Congrats on your evolution, your maturity, your family, your kids, your marriage. And Ryan, hang in there. Doing <laughs> best efforts. You're doing amazing. Best efforts, bro. <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tony, has this latest work from home for our company... Has this, and the Omicron being contagious, highly, has this impacted your schedule? Your Because I know that you're very uh, disciplined when it comes to your physical fitness schedule. Has it impacted it? Yes. Um, also, Sunny, my dog, has impacted it as well. Because I used to give myself an hour every single day. Mm-hmm, it was Tanya mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And now, the minute I'm not working, I want to be with her. And so... That's been tough. And I, I stopped going to my group workout classes um, and also the rain. I didn't want to be outside. Yeah. So. Well, that's the other thing. The rain makes you want to eat and not work out and put on really frumpy clothes. Yeah. Plus, Sunny doesn't have her vaccines yet, right? So she can't go on walks yet. So that's no, no, no. Thing. She can't go on walks. So she's yeah. just like isolated to the house. And well, yeah. when she gets her vaccines, come over and we'll push the stroller and we'll do a little puppy stroller walk at your I, own risk i know i can't believe i just said that sisney just had the virus <laughs> one day ago oh yeah <laughs> i said when she gets her vaccines which is in like six weeks 
Yeah, I got time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it was a spring break. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the spring break. All right, Ethan is on the line with us. Hey, Ethan, we are going to get into a second date update with you. How are you, bro? Hey, what's up? I'm pretty good, thanks. How are you guys? Good, man. Thank you. So I'm curious, you went out with this girl, I think her name is Laura, and you guys, in your mind, you hit it off, and now she's not responding? Yeah, we went out last week. Um, it's been a few days. Uh, felt like the day went great. And are you worried about her, or are you wanting to go out with her? Like, what's in your mind? Yeah, a little bit, because, like, I felt like on the date, like, I don't know, we had, like, a really good time, and uh, we had actually, like, planned on going back out. And that's, like, the part that I guess is kind of confusing to me. You know, I, it's interesting, Ethan, because I think we've all been in this situation where someone doesn't respond to a text, and then I follow up with another one, and then they don't respond to that one, and you do one more because you doubt what you said in the middle one. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now you're one away from looking nuts. It yeah. kind of eats you up. And either they never respond, or finally they do, and you feel like an idiot for sending too many. Yeah. So it's a slippery slope, but you really want us to call her and try and find... I do, have you gotten to the point where you've sent two or three outgoings with no response? Yeah, the last text I sent was the uh, upside-down smiley face emoji, which I don't know if you guys know what that one is, but I felt like that one was kind of like, hey, I'm still here, like, what's going on? And yeah, it just was... I don't yeah, know what the difference is between a little desperation and interest, right? It's kind of like right. sometimes fine they're line. very fine line, razor thin. But it's like yeah. she's going to react to this. It's, it's like you want to show detail and thoughtfulness and thinking and listening and interest, but you don't want to look desperate. Fine right, line. exactly. Uh, and and we've, we've screwed that up. We've screwed that up. I say we because I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Ethan. Can only focus on one relationship at a time, so let me focus on yours in this second date update. <laughs> okay. Uh, you went out with Laura. Y'all had a good date, and then she has stopped texting back. You want to go out again, and you want to know if everything's okay with her. Well, fortunately, exactly. she's agreed to come on. She does not know you're with us, so hold on one second. Be very quiet. I'm gonna talk to her now. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hey, it's Ryan Seacrest. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Great. Well, it's nice to meet you. I've got Sissany and Tanya with me here. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. We're calling about, I think they told you this on hold, we're calling about a guy named Ethan. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Ethan sounds familiar. We Did you guys go on a date? We went out. Uh, yeah, yeah, what happened? And how, how was that? I, I, don't, I don't know. We, we had happy hour naps and talked, and that was it, but I'm done. All right, I'm just curious. Obviously, we're trying to understand it a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. what, why weren't there sparks or why no connection, you think? I don't know. Not for me. I'm really, I'm really good. Um, I just feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. That's it. And have you told him that? 
No, I mean, I don't think I, I <laughs> he'll figure it out. It's not, it's not my job. I think he'll be fine. Well, see, that's the oh. thing. I mean, I just want to put myself in the situation for a second. It's like, that's the thing on either side, if it were you or if it were Tanya, if it were me or Tubbs, not hearing and not knowing back gives you this anxiety, this anxious feeling yeah. of not knowing, did I do something? Is she okay? All those things. It seems like it's just easier, maybe more considerate, I think, too, to say, hey, man, grateful for the time. Um, but I think is I I don't like the words it's not going to work out because I've heard that before and they hurt. So uh, there's got to be a better way to say basically that. Yeah, but you don't want a ghost. You know, you have to no, say no, no, something. You don't wanna, I don't think you want a ghost, Laura. It's not my job, though, to do that. And it's also not some type of job interview where I need to follow up with feedback. We've been out once. You know, karma. it's like I, I don't owe dating karma. anything else. I believe dating in dating karma. karma. Me too. Mm-hmm. He's a nice guy. I'm not interested. Uh, he's on the phone now, so I just heard his voice. I'm going to bring him in. Ethan, uh, he's been listening, Laura, to this. Laura, why don't you take this opportunity to just say it, just be transparent with him now? <laughs> I mean, I just, I've done the whole, I, I'm not feeling it text with guys, and they all generally try to talk me into it and present their case like there's some sort of lawyer and it's exhausting and i I just don't want to go through that again and it's honestly a waste of my time and energy and i i i I don't know what else to tell you it's just not for me all right i mean i guess like i i know you don't like owe me anything but you could at least just like text me back just like send something i guess Mm -hmm. but you received the message did you not you receive a message that, okay, she's not texting me back. I'm just, I should just leave it there. I should move on. It was when one happy hour and appetizers of a, of a date, you know? All right. All right. Well, I guess she's not interested. I, I thought we had a good <sighs> time, but I guess whatever. God. All right. Uh, Laura, thank uh, you for agreeing to come on in your honesty. Ethan, good luck to you, bro. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Now, I beat myself up at this moment. Why is she not interested? Like, what, what, right? I mean, of course, there's a list, but why? And I self-torture and self-loathe and all that. So that I, that, that opened up a scope. Like, did that help uh, him or did, that, what, did it make it worse? For me, it made everything worse. <laughs> I mean, it helped him. I, it helped him? Yeah, How yeah. Help him? He should, Tanya's right. It help, hopefully, it helps Laura realize that you should just say i don't know what well, the right that's words, true what are the right words to say hey thanks for the apps or whatever they did but uh but what like i never i don't know i don't think works. this is a match i don't think we're the right match is you that can't say i'm not feeling it that hurts too no, right you explain you ex- like obviously i don't think the timing really what about on? the timing i feel like the timing is right. that's a good one timing's good tanya timing's not right for me right now I was just giving it some thought, and the timing's not right. She should just say whatever was really going on. <laughs> yeah, to... yeah, but well, <laughs> that was harsh. Oh, I want to hear that. Me, that's not, that opens up wounds for people. Sorry if you had to hear that. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tubbs, are you ready to bring in KJ Appa? Type in the secret password <laughs> to get into our Zoom. KJ Appa from Riverdale fame. A lot going on in this dude's life. He's got new music out. He's got an album called Clocks. Also, I think we we had him. He was with us. I remember thinking back. He was with us 
in studio. In studio, March 11th, 2020. Wow. KJ, you there? Yeah, bro. How are you? How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. How are you? Listen to that. That is, mm-hmm. I, I don't see you, but I hear you. And I know I can tell your voice is authenticated. That is you. <laughs> it's authenticated. <laughs> bro, the last time I saw you was on the Kelly and Ryan show, right? Yes, that was the last time we saw each other. You were talking right about in the Riverdale. midst of the COVID situation. That was it. Mm-hmm. In the midst of it all. How you, but first of all, I know how you're doing because I'm following you. So s- your life has changed since I saw you last. Yes, bro. I've had a, I've had a little one. Me and my girl, uh, we have a three-month-old sleeping in the other room right now. An extra human wow. being in the house. Congratulations. That is exciting. Uh, Thanks, I, bro. Yeah. I, it's, I, everybody says, I don't have a child yet, but everybody says the world turns the other way and everything looks different it's it's pretty insane man it's it's such a whirlwind of like emotions and like and different feelings um the biggest one definitely just being like i'm no longer at the top of my my list anymore you know i was i was definitely like top five on my list in terms of like in general i'm like way down the bottom now which is cool it's actually it's, it's very humbling it's cool that's exciting, man. I was so happy for you. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Thanks, so I've been anxious to play some of this music. KJ Apple with us from Riverdale fame, which is going into, I cannot, but you know, when I first started working with Kelly Ripa, Mark Consuelos, who obviously is a cast member of yours, had just taken yeah. that job and he'd have to leave where they live to go to Vancouver for months and months at a time. I don't know if they thought it'd be more than a year or two. Turns out season six now? Season six. And we've probably got probably got another one in us after this one yeah that's awesome well continued success there but let's talk about your, your music clocks is an album that kj appa has got out now i'm gonna play a couple just a, a a few seconds of some of the music so we can talk about it but there's a sample of a song called again kj appa check it out because i can't stay here just to watch you intimate intimate feeling to that song to these songs too and i was reading something you had said about this being pretty vulnerable like a your 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 diary your audio diary in a way tell us about it yeah so pretty much i mean music's always been at the forefront for me it's 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 definitely my biggest passion i love music ever since i can remember i grew up with music all around me this this uh this body of music is kind of like just an amalgamation of a lot of stuff that I've written over the years. And I've been recording it just like at home in my living room. And it ended up, I ended up looking at it and seeing kind of like a full work of music there that I could potentially release. And I kind of just did it without any expectations, just like for myself to, to kind of just release from myself, if, if you know what I mean. And I actually, I actually put it out without realizing when it would come out because I had no idea how it worked when you publish something <laughs> on on one of those websites. And the day my son was born, I, I'd seen, I started getting texts from people because it was actually live. So it, was cool. it, it actually came out the day, the 23rd of September, wow. which was when uh, Sasha Aww. was born, which was cool. See, the, you, you cannot question the universe 
when it makes moves like that. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. so like so much beauty falling into place. And you did this in your living room. Did you write these or some songs with your mom? Yeah, my mom helped me write some of these songs. My mom's an incredible writer. Um, and she's she has a real knack for like, I can, if I'm writing something, I can send her something. She lives in New Zealand, but she'll send it back to me and kind of just piece things together properly, which which is something I'm I'm not so good at, you know. But I can kind of fit it in better with the music. I'm going to play. This is um, uh, a track called Song for Luke. This is a song you wrote for Luke Perry, who played your dad in Riverdale, uh, the late Luke Perry. I know you guys were so close, and we had a chance to meet him over the years. I was introduced to him when I was growing up, when I was watching Beverly Hills 90210, and felt like I, I knew his character. Right, so I thought that he was the coolest dude around when he was playing Dylan but here's a song for Luke KJ up pieces of your life shared with me safe inside my heart eternity I think about kj when you hear that oh man it's it's been honestly it feels like a lifetime ago when i had written that song originally i think that song was written um within the first 24 hours of 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 him passing away and i yeah i it feels like a lifetime ago i was a i was a completely different person i wasn't a man when i when i wrote that you know i was still hmm. i was still so young and still it's crazy i now i have a kid it's like i feel like if luke were alive now and he's one of my best mates i feel like he'd be proud of me you know um hmm. Yeah, that's that's well, what it reminds me of. I, 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 it's interesting to hear KJ Apple with us on, on and his album Clocks is out now. Music's vulnerable, bro. You know, you you music and it lasts and lives forever. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred percent. It's a it's a it's it's such an interesting thing to think about that an emotion you capture, you write about, you put down, you record in that moment. You know, I talk to artists about this a lot, especially when they have written and recorded a song about their personal lives and they've got to go recreate that song on a regular basis on tour and how sometimes that's tough yeah and what i like about this one is that it's it's so stripped down everything's so stripped down it's it's just acoustic voice i i I like i'm not a i'm not really a producer in terms of like i don't really know how to use the program that i'm using even that well you know what i mean i just (laughs) figured out how to plug the mic into my thing (laughs) and plug my acoustic guitar into the thing and then i kind of figured it out as i was going i sent it to my mastering guy and he was like bro this is really bad (laughs) in terms of like just the quality of the audio that i was using because it was so like you could tell it was recorded not professionally and i was like bro just do the best that you can do for people to listen to it nicely as best that you can and i'm just going to do it you know well i think that's in in hearing you talk about that for me is why it's special in a way because you weren't trying to do anything nor no i'm not trying to i'm not trying to make i'm not trying to be on the charts or anything i just i really wanted for for myself i had to put something out there that meant something 
to me, you know, because I have a lot of music that I've recorded professionally that never cut it. In my mind, I was like, this isn't going to do it for me. Yeah. I have to yeah. I have to do something that's more heartfelt and that felt more authentic to me. Well, there's certainly a lot of heart in those songs. Hey, great to hear from you. I appreciate you coming on and uh, continued success personally and professionally, KJ. You too, bro. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Sorry for of course, swearing anytime. on the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Take good care. We'll see you soon. See you, bro. All right, bro. Bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Sophia Carson. That is loud. New music uh, in our music video. Well, Sydney, you have some details about the music video and a little context for that song. We just got our hands on it. Go ahead. Yeah, so she just released this on Friday, and uh, the music video also came out, and she undergoes a freeing transformation as a butterfly emerging from its cocoon, kind of telling the story of a once-silenced voice finding its volume knob for the first time. So it's like a women's anthem, and like it's so powerful. I love the song so much, and some of the lyrics. If obviously we just played it right now, but if I these are these are my favorite ones. And Tanya, I know you're like right there with me. Um, if I was a man, then you would understand. You wouldn't say I'm causing all this drama. Are you getting uncomfortable now? Am I a little too loud for you now? Don't try to calm me down. I was made to be loud. It's so good. And so what struck you about that, Sissini? I just love that she's giving women the power to be loud, to not silence yourself. If you feel like you have to say something, say it and say it loudly. And it's, I, I picture this song, and I'm, this is just me, like, of course, thinking like the marketing producer in me. <laughs> it's like, I could see this being like part of like the Winter Olympics and like, just like picture, picture like, you know, like women and women, the medal and like mm. fighting and like all it's that stuff. Powerful, powerful song. And the music video is so good. And like butterflies are very significant to her as well. So the fact that she got to tie it in and like, just make it so meaningful to the song and to her is just really beautiful. When was the last time you spoke to her, Tanya? Yesterday. <laughs> so what's interesting about Sophia from, my point of view is we met her how many years ago? Like to me, I mean, she's I mean, really brand new like, and young. Yeah, right, baby, right? baby, baby. Yes, I, I know. I'm just thinking about the, and I'm I, I've not spoken to her since she was on the air. But Tanya, maybe you know the incredible I mean, empowerment. Yeah, but the incredible satisfaction in being able to sing songs like that from the first time we met her and when she was. You know, when her voice wasn't maybe being heard the same way. Exactly. You know, that's the thing that's so beautiful about Sophia is she really has been able to kind of find her way, find her voice. She's always been so true to herself and what feels good to her. She is one of those people. She's a woman that is loud. You know, she speaks up for things that she believes in. And so it's just it's been really, really cool. This is going to be a big, big song, song this year. Yeah. I, I'm pretty like that. It. Well, congrats, Sophia. Look forward to having you back on soon to talk more about that. Before we do anything else, I want to go back to December. We were in the middle of Christmas giving. And if you were listening then, you might recall we had met Cassandra in Santa Clarita for Christmas giving. Now, she was nominated by her cousin because she had a rough three years since her daughter and her daughter's name was Addison. Mm -hmm. And I love that name. Her daughter was diagnosed with leukemia in 2018. Last year, they found out her daughter was cancer-free. 
So imagine that news, that feeling, that emotion, but hadn't been able to celebrate because we were in pandemic mode. So we hooked him up with Disneyland tickets, groceries, clothes, video games for Cassandra's son, Micah. But we didn't get to meet Addison. I, was, I wanted to meet Addison. I wanted to talk to Addison, see how Addison was right. doing and feeling and say Merry Christmas and all that stuff. I remember. Addison's 10. But as we got to talking, we discovered that apparently Addison was on the red carpet at the Golden Globes back in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I had been at various red carpets over the years. Uh, but our paths never crossed. No, but she wanted to meet you. Yeah, she wanted to meet you that day. But our paths didn't cross. So we've been trying to find Addison and find a time that we could connect. And today's the day and now's the now. So I'm going to bring back Cassandra and Addison here. Hi, you two. How are you? Hello. Hi, Addison. It's Ryan Seacrest. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I'm so sorry that we didn't get to see each other in person on the red carpet. How was it for you? I loved it. It was so fun. What did you take away from it? What do you remember? Um, I remember like seeing Sophia Carson and meeting her. And then like I also remember taking photos. I love those two parts. Aww. That's awesome. So Addison, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm doing good. Yeah? Are you happy? Yes, I'm very happy. Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah. Did you get some of the stuff I sent to you? Yeah. Okay, Aww. good. You got, did <laughs> you get, did, oh, hey, Cassandra. Hey, we went to dinner at BJ's on Christmas Eve. So did you have you. the pizookie? Yes. It's okay. So yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's redonkulously good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we the other night for um, delivery too because we've just been in the house trying to stay safe. <laughs> so that's yeah, we'll nice. see, keep it up. I, I know you guys are uh, having a, a a good year here here in that cancer free news. Addison, what what grade are you in or going into? Where are you in school? Um, I'm in fifth grade. Oh, I remember fifth grade. We studied Mesopotamia in social studies and fractions in math. Are you doing any wow. of that? Uh, we actually are doing like dividing fractions and like making fractions into decimals, and like we learned um, fractions last year. Okay, well, I want you to know advanced. something. I want you to know something, Asin. If you do well, actually, if you do even m- mediocre, mediocrity, mediocre, mediocrely, Medi- yeah, mediocrely. That's, mm-hmm. Is that right? Mediocrely, mediocrely well. English okay. was clearly not my best subject yeah, either. I don't think that's a word. If you are well, if you get a C or a B, or an A, you've done much better than most of us here. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you're going to do great. And I'm happy that we have a chance to meet. And Cassandra, I hope you guys had a great holiday. We did. Good. Well, thank you for letting me finally meet 10-year-old Addison. And Addison, you keep it all up, okay? Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Ryan. You're welcome. Good to talk to you, Cassandra. Take good care, okay? Bye-bye. Bye. Do you know how embarrassing it is? We're on the phone with a 10-year-old, and we can't speak English? Well... Like we can't... Conj- we can't... 
media. Well, why'd you try to why you try to say such a hard word? Because well, I was trying to say, look, if you <laughs> even if you just barely get by in fractions, you're doing well, better then, than I did. Say it like that. Said that. Yeah. Because I was trying to teach her a word, maybe. Yeah, you started. But I that all this is why this is why I gotta wait. Gotta like wait. SATs, not my jam. Wait, no. For what? I gotta wait to, be, to have, have a ten year old. Yeah, okay. Oh, I dread those days but, that they ask for help. I'm gonna be like, mm. talk to your dad. I think by that time my hearing will be gone because of these headphones, and I'll just say, "What? I can't." Wait. Sorry. It's funny you bring that up because I feel like I'm using my hearing. Losing. Well, it's going. What? I, <laughs> Listen. Stop. Oh, <laughs> I want to uh, get that wax thing done. So oh, I've done help? it. You got well. Help me. And you won't believe how much is creepy crawled up in there. But go to the will, doctor and they suck it out. No, no, no the, you can do it on get it on Amazon. No, I'm not doing the Amazon I, one. I, I will tell you, we put Yellowstone on, and I'll say, "Pass me the remote. Can you turn it up?" And I gotta, cr- I crank that thing up. All right. Okay. Oh no 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 no. Okay. All right. Moving on. Who is this <laughs> royal we that we were watching Yellowstone? Georgia's not passing you any remotes. No, but the the point is. When anything is on, I find myself, like Sisney's saying, my hearing, I don't think, like, it's, everything sounds normal to me, except for I cranked a remote up. Uh, me too. Sometimes you, does, it bother you when, more. does it bother you when you can hear better than I on those nights? What? Yeah. <laughs> on air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, I do take pride in the fact that we have a low turnover here. Right, oh, yeah. like I like it. Like I don't want a lot of turnover here. You come on and you hang in, and I think we've seen that with Sissini. Been here seven. Well, been at Kiss for how long? Oh, uh, uh, Kiss. I started in '07. What's that math? Why do you always throw it back with? I'm always asking how many years. Because you're I don't know. Oh, years. We, we don't know math either. Okay, okay. give me a second. Three, 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 ten, twenty, fifteen. Seven, fifteen years. Fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tanya, how long at Kiss? Uh, I started at Kiss when I was 22, and I've been with you. <laughs> You're doing the same thing. <laughs> well, no, that's that's 14 years, and then I was with you just right after Mark started. So Mark said he was how many years? With I'm you? At Mark, how many years for you? 12 You're 12. For me. No, I'm I'm 11 with you. And Mark, how many years for me? You have been doing this show. Coming next month will be 18 years. Whew. All right. That's a long time. That's cool. You <laughs> and, started this show when I was an intern, I remember. It was 2004. Well, thank you. Salt wound. Uh, Jennifer <laughs> Swalla, how long have you been producing the On Air Threading Seacrest show? Uh, 10 years. 10. So that's, yeah. I love that. We all know. know each other, which gives us the comfort level to address what we're about to address. Oh, yeah. We talk about everything. <laughs> so when I heard about this, you will not believe this. I was coming off of having this same procedure, and I'll fill you in on my experience, but first, Jen, you have to tell everybody what you told us. And Jen looks fire this morning, by the way. You look good, girl. Your hair is, yes. Oh, I brushed it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So during COVID, I would have a massage therapist come to the house so that I could do an outdoor massage and be safe. I used this one app and the same guy always accepted. And he was fantastic. 
because he's also like a medical masseuse and I run. So he, he knew exactly what to do, but I developed a relationship with him professionally. But here's the thing. He always came to my ex-fiance's house. So I had to end the relationship with my fiance and I was home alone for about two weeks uh, because my son Rocco went to stay with his dad and I was just living my best life. I was so spontaneous. I was going out. I was having fun and I was like, I really deserve a massage. I am going to call so-and-so. Well, no, I like got on the app. He accepted. He came over. It was totally normal. When he walked in, he was said, oh, you guys moved. I said, no, oh, no, 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 no. That was my ex-fiance's house that he used to come over to. And he was like, oh, okay. So he gave me an hour and a half massage. Wow, it was him up in the 90 minute. Or... Oh, and self-love day. Loved it. I was like, this was exactly what I needed. So he was getting ready to leave. And he said, don't go through the app anymore. Just text me. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, okay, no problem. That's so much easier. So he put his number in and I didn't even think anything of it. About a week and a half later, I get a text from him. Hey, when you're in the mood for a massage, let me know. And I was like, hmm, tomorrow? I was like, great, another massage? I totally deserve it. He comes over and I was still in my pajamas. I go upstairs, get ready, I come down and he's it just his energy was different. I was like, what is going on? Because so now he down. knows the ex-fiance component, maybe. Right, 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 right. Right. So he's right. acting differently. Keep going. I'm on the edge. I know. This is great. About an hour. Well, he starts the massage. It's he's so good. He like I have like really tight hips and hip issues. He always spends time on that. And that like running inner like uh injury a few months back. And then an hour and 10 minutes into the massage, it starts <laughs> to get really weird. And what got weird? <laughs> he he propositioned me to take the massage to the next level. Saying what vocabulary? Well, he, he grabbed my hand and put it someplace on him. And what place did he put it on? Like, nah, okay. No, but where did he put it? He didn't. What do you he think, didn't put Ryan? it. Where do you think? No, I don't. I don't know. It could be anywhere. He put it it's on all his bad. heart. He put it on his heart. I mean, lower. He wasn't but that below the belt. Below the he, belt. Oh, Below that's the belt. Gross. Yeah, that's gross. And but were you? But were you into it? That's the question. No, I'm not into any. Oh, I was completely freaked oh, out. I thought but you were talking. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you, Ryan, you weren't there, no. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he's also an energy worker, so he's very, very spiritual. Yeah, but you can't. What I mean, that? wait. Did you jump out <laughs> and 
What did you do? What's, did you kick him out? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm totally naked in my own house. Oh, this is way my... across the line. I mean, it is. A, it's very crosses the line, but like, were you putting out the vibe? Maybe he was picking up on the energy that you were putting out. Oh, energy. I, I don't think I was putting out that vibe. Like, were you moaning? Oh no! During the no. massage, okay, wait, I, guys, I need to know. He puts your hand there, and then what? And then what? So I um I can't I, like grab the thing off my eyes, and I was like, "Oh my god, what is going on? Like, why would you think I'd be okay with that?" And he said, "I have been working on you for the past two years, and you are the most tense woman." <laughs> This was part of his therapy? He's like, well. (laughs) I don't know what was going on in your last relationship, but you're going, you have so much dis-ease that needs to be released that you're going to end up having a disease. No, but was was his suggestion your release was coming in that form? Right. (laughs) I I need a delete app. This is so intense. So take Take us, take, we have to take a break, but take us to how it all ended up uncomfortably or you guys are now dating. <laughs> right. So he's my new boyfriend. <laughs> so, so anyway, <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. We're having coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I haven't had another massage from him, but he keeps texting me, asking me if I'm in the mood for a massage. Well, well the answer is don't respond fire. unless you're in the mood. I mean, you now know what he's talking about unless you're in the mood. No response. Right. Are you into him? Like, could you see yourself taking it that next level with him? Oh, oh. oh. I, I think it's a hot story. Did, and, and even if you did, and somebody did that, they're out. I mean, that's yeah, like true. so weird. I don't know. It's so lonely night. Weird. But how about him like psychoanalyzing yeah. you and saying, you know, you've had so much stress and turmoil in your past <laughs> relationship. I think you need to. And then he moves his hand. Ew. All right. Um, well, this is, we ha- we have to go, but this is just one of those things where you hear people say, "Oh, I was in the massage," and then they they offered more, and I'm like, "That does never happen. That does I not know. happen." I've right. had a lot of massages. No one ever says, "If you want more," it never happens, but it does apparently happen. It does in in the backyard of the hills. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, Jen, it looks like you're in, I mean, you're not upset. So that's good. And it wasn't like you seem like it's a, it seemed like no, a, I, a, a joyous a, tragedy. I'm in a great place. I'm super, I'm just, I'm super happy. And I just have to find a new therapist. Yeah. Or a boyfriend. All right. Well, both. Him, both. Or both. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Jen. You take care and uh, yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. It's, I, I, Tubbs, you ever had it to me? Go, you won't. No, right. Doesn't what makes this better though is the, how he looks. Like he is like this hot masseuse. He looks he like a did. soap opera actor. He's so hot. He really is. <laughs> well, what? Well, then, what's the problem? Yeah, I'm like, I'm having saying, such a good time telling me the story. You're yeah. single, and he's hot. Now yes. I don't know. I think I, I think I'm being played. This is you saying. Uh, what's his name? I think we we omitted his name. Uh, <laughs> the o- omission therapist. <laughs> I'm tense. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Earlier uh, in the hour, we heard our producer Jen talking about this uh, 
you call him a sewer, right? Uh, come over and uh, give her a massage from a massage app. But she laughed throughout the whole story of getting to the place where he said, if you want to take this any further and moved his hand to some other uh-huh. place on him. But she was laughing through all of it. So mm-hmm. what was, right. and Sydney, I feel like you were saying, well, aren't you, you're like, are you into this, Jen? Here's the thing. And I talked to Jen about this like multiple times already. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like I, if, if it were me and I was in her position and I was curious or attracted to him, then I would take it that next step with him. But then he can't be your masseuse anymore because at some point you cannot no. pay, you cannot pay him to massage you and then have it lead to that. No, that's it's- so strange. <laughs> I also think like, how about the cojones on this guy doing that? Right, that it's like, ask me to like, dinner, ask me to dinner. Yeah. But like, to take my true. hand and move it onto me, yeah. that's just... I don't know, there's a hotness to it. Well, no, there's I, a hotness because you've been married for a decade. That's why yeah. that's hot to you. I wouldn't I like guess. it. I wouldn't like it. I'd be like, no, thank you. You want my number? Ask me on a proper date, buy me some flowers, be a I don't know, but they've known each other for two years, so it had been building up. Well, then again, you asked the right question. Was she giving <laughs> off something? I think it's like, was she yes. giving off some sort of I vibe? Think we, so. we don't know, but we know she laughed through the story, so it didn't sound well, like she was. I think maybe she was giving off a flirtatious no. vibe, but not realizing that she was. Because Jen's kind of like that. She's very, like, you know, charismatic and yeah. welcoming, and, and so maybe well, he was picking you, that up. Why don't you back channel following up on that and see if the masseur ever comes back? <laughs> Tiny, meantime, the trending report now. So the question was. Could marriage be the kiss of death for certain relationships? So I want you guys to really think about this as I tell you this story because it's something to think about. So they had been a couple for 16 years, 16 years. They revealed on Instagram that they were parting ways in marriage. I'm talking about Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. I know everybody was shocked, sad, and gasped when they revealed this news, but I wanted to really kind of go forensic on it because Jason and Lisa were a couple for 12 years before they got married. So 12 years is a good chunk of time. And then it was four years of marriage before they announced their split. If they would have made it a couple more months, it would have been five years married, but I don't, and nobody saw this breakup coming. And so I did a little digging and I do think it's a thing. I think marriage could be the kiss of death for certain relationships. So Miley Cyrus, Liam Hemsworth, they spent the better part of 10 years together. They got married. Eight months they made it a husband and wife before they called it quits. And then mm-hmm. Angela and Jolie and Brad Pitt, they were together for more than seven years, two years after they got married. And they, they kind of, when they were doing all their interviews, they said that they got married because their kids were asking them about it. Right. Um, they they obviously broke up after two years of marriage. So it got me thinking, what is it about marriage that screws up these relationships? Because clearly they can make it work if they're going 12 years, 10 years, seven years, and then they get married and... Well, let's take famous people out of the equation. We right. know this story happens to people ex- in our lives correct. all of the time. So as you asked yourself that question, you just threw it to us and you had overnight to think about it, what was your conclusion? My conclusion is some people, I think, aren't commitment people. I think marriage, the term, or like that, that it scares people because they have some sort of trauma from their past associated mm. with marriage. Gosh. So I think Are you happy in this moment, Tanya? Are you happy you're not married? In this moment, when we, we're having this conversation right now. As you've given it thought. No, because I don't think I'm one of those people. 
Oh. I've never been intimidated by marriage. I've always thought it was a beautiful thing to share your life and be committed to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't scare me personally, but I know people who are who have him and hawed about marriage and like thinking maybe it's not for them. And I yeah, think when you say people, who are you talking about? Like, uh, why are you bringing you, this up you, you on my eighth wedding anniversary? Yeah, <laughs> and you have to call me people. Yeah. Well, you're not just the only one, but you're the one I'm looking at right now. Yeah, no, a I, really, uh, a lot of issues for me. About there's a really good Jason Momoa movie on Netflix that I watched while I was on lockdown. I can't, I can't think of Jason Momoa in the context of our reality, right? Like, it is it, what a superhero is he? He's yeah, a he's like, a, right? yeah, he's like a superhero. It's, it's, a different it's, world. All, it's called Sweet Girl. Aquaman. Is he Aquaman? It. He's Aquaman. Well, yeah, he's Aquaman. Aqu- but it's a whole different world. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That is going to do it for us tomorrow. We have another Whoa Baby Wednesday. These are coming up fast. Baby Savea growing on us. We'll talk oh, yeah. to uh, and check in. Um, also, we're paying your bills. And have a good day. Take good care of yourself. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.